This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to another podcast from InsideCarolina.com, the independent voice of UNC Sports. Brought to you by JohnnyTShirt.com, the go-to provider for all your Tar Heel gear. For Inside Carolina, I'm Taylor Vipolis, and today I'm joined by one of the best high school coaches in the country when it comes to high school basketball, and someone I've been lucky to get close with the past year, Glenn Farello from Paul VI in Fairfax, Virginia. Coach, first, thanks for joining me today. How are you and your family doing? How we're doing okay. You know, just obviously concerned about everybody and staying safe and healthy, but me and the family, we're doing great. Now, I might be slightly biased because I get the chance to work with you almost on a daily basis but when you win in the toughest conference in high school basketball you must be doing something right how would you describe what it's like playing in the WCAC for people who aren't as familiar with it yeah well first off uh, I appreciate your contributions and joining us this past year and spending so much time with us um the WCAC is the, the best conference in the country. Uh, it's just because of the, the, the depth, not just the, the top teams uh, in a year out year uh, year in year out basis, but just the depth in the league. The eleven teams. Um, I think it's just the grind of the season. It's really fun to be part of such a great conference. And uh, the DMV area is so rich in talent, uh, but also some great programs and the, and the kids and, and families that are really uh, focused and locked in and, and serious about the sport. So it's, it's, uh, it's it definitely quite an honor to be uh, having part of it for the last uh, 20 or so years. The WCAC has a long list of guys who have played at UNC going back further. Guys like Jason Capel, Joseph Forte, Marcus Ginyard. And since you've gotten to Paul the Six, guys like Kendall Marshall and Nate Britt, what was it like coaching against those two, Britt and Marshall? Yeah, I tell you, they both uh, cause us a lot of trouble for sure. Uh, great and just great kids too. As as, as you watch them progress uh, through high school, you saw the talent and the skill level, but also uh, just really quality human beings. And and they were they were. Um, uh, it was it's always fun to play against uh, great opponents and, and and players that you really respect. Uh, and those two uh, are are two of my favorites uh, for sure that I've seen come through the WCAC in the time that I've been a part of it. UNC fans, if they recognize Paul the Sixth or PVI, as people call it, it's because that's where Anthony Harris went to high school and also where Trevor Keels is at now. So there's a lot of talent coming through your hallways. And I think one of the reasons you've been as successful as you have been is your ability to always want to want to learn and want to grow as a coach. And you've learned from Roy Williams. You've been to coaching clinics in Chapel Hill. In your opinion, what makes him such a great coach to learn from? I think he just is a great communicator first and foremost. And I think he, 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 uh, he puts a lot of trust into his players and, and uh, holds them accountable. And I think those are the uh, kind of simple building blocks that uh, a lot of people overlook. Um, so someone like uh, like coach that has been and seen everything, uh, he's got a great way of relating to the players. It's really, uh, it was a lot of fun too, just watching him go through the recruiting process and talking to families and talking to, talking to players. And you can just see how um, he's able to connect 
uh, with both the player as well as the families, but he's also very authentic. You know, he, you, you know, what you see is what you get. You're, you're going to get coached. You're going to be demanded of, you're going to be held accountable and you're going to be expected to, to do things the way uh, Carolina basketball has always done. So I think there's, uh, it's been a lot of fun just to, to get to know him and, and, and coach Robinson as well, just over the last few years and, and see how they operate. You've built Paul the Sixth into a school that is getting nationally recognized now, and it's a school where you're recruiting players to come play for your program. Do you remember the moment you saw Anthony Harris play for the first time? Yeah, Anthony was a, a young one, actually. We knew him since he was in the sixth grade, and he started actually coming and working out with us uh, as, as uh, when he was in seventh grade. So by the time he was a freshman, it was really kind of funny, by the time he was a freshman, uh, uh, you know, it was like he had been part of the program for three years uh just he lived local and spent a lot of time with us and i just remember seeing a very competitive uh young man uh just uh just on both ends of the floor just very competitive uh didn't back down to anybody uh and then when you know when when he was coming through as a young guy uh we had guys like uh, aaron thompson who's uh over at butler and dj king who was at louisville and uh brandon slade who's now at villanova as older guys and, and anthony uh he uh he just didn't back down. I just like how competitive he was. Uh, didn't shy away from the big moments. And as he carried that through, and when he started playing for us, uh, he always seemed to rise up in the in the biggest moments. And and uh, he just never backed down to anyone. I think uh, I think Carolina fans see that once he gets healthy again, that uh, he'll he'll be the same way. This was a tough year for Carolina basketball, but one of the bright spots early on was mm-hmm. getting the chance to see what a healthy Anthony Harris can bring to the team. I know you weren't surprised by his performance, getting to know him over the past six, eight years, whatever it's been. But what was it like for you when a team like North Carolina was starting to figure out, hey, this kid can help us win and help us win now as a true freshman? Well, one of the things I really appreciated was how they they took a really slow approach to getting him healthy uh, and making sure that he was uh, back and able to play. Of course, uh, the other ACL went, and that was unfortunate but uh when he had when he was able to kind of slow play into 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 coming in and helping the team uh just his competitiveness is is, is especially his intensity on the defensive end of the floor uh but uh, that presence uh i thought was going to shine through no matter if he was a freshman uh, i know the transition is extremely difficult but uh, I, i'm not surprised and will not be surprised to see him have success and help carolina uh win a lot of basketball games just the kid that's what he is he's just a winner he's going to do whatever it takes to win uh, there's no real flash to his game, but just a, a lot of substance. Yeah, that's the biggest thing that I noticed with him is that his ability to just make the winning plays. I think the game before he got hurt, the Yale game, he was like plus 33 in 31 minutes, which is which is kind of crazy for a true freshman coming in off an ACL injury. But as a coach, I was wondering, what is it going to be like for you next year when Duke plays North Carolina for the first time and it's Anthony Harris versus Jeremy Roach, who also went to PVI facing off in college basketball's biggest rivalry. Yeah, it's kind of funny. Well, obviously, hope we hope to get uh, Anthony uh, back and healthy, and if that does happen when it's during a uh, Carolina uh, Duke game. Um, I, uh, I I might be the only person that uh, people will be looking at going, "Why do you have like uh, like a Carolina hat on and a and a Duke quarter zip or vice versa or something like that. Like, you know, who, like, what, what, what is wrong with you? Uh, I might be the only person that, that would pull something like that off. And uh, I'm, I'm just really excited. They're great friends too. They're, they're, um, you know, we, of course, didn't get a chance to see them play because of, you know, him having the ACL, Jeremy having the ACL. Uh, but those two are, are two of the best kids that we've ever had. And most uh, kind of, they had they really helped uh, build our winning culture. So it'll, it'll be exciting to see those two. And, uh, 
I it's actually uh, uh, one of my friends actually said like you're gonna even if you have a game that night you're gonna have to just skip it and just get get to that game you know it'd be worth uh, <laughs> it'll be worth missing I said you know what that might be right people are like, what happened to coach I I called in sick and all of a sudden they, they see me sit behind the uh, uh you know you know the uh, the front row watching this um but yeah what, and what and what an amazing rivalry too right like it's it's the best in college basketball and and for our guys to be part of that. Um, and I hope to be to see them play a significant role and help and help on their teams. Um, that'd be a really outstanding thing to, if that does come to fruition. Yeah, when I tell people that I helped work at PVI this year, the first person they always mention is Jeremy Roach. And with my Carolina connections, they're like, you couldn't try to steer him towards Carolina. And I try to tell him, like, you know, this, he he made the best decision possible for himself. And I also tell people that this was my first year around high school basketball and. I'm not sure I'll ever see somebody as talented as a guy like Jeremy Roach. So if you're looking at this from the Carolina perspective, when you're going up against a guy like Roach, how would you even try to guard him? Yeah, Jeremy can kind of do a little bit of everything, and he and he, he doesn't get kind of pushed or, or forced into to play in a certain way. Uh, he doesn't. Uh, he kind of it takes what's there, and he can score at every, all three levels. He's a playmaker as well. Um, so I think it's just he's got a, he's got a really good pace to his game. He's intelligent. Like he, he kind of just he's he's the floor so well. So I'm not sure. So I'm sure that uh, I mean he's uh, uh, it's going to be a tough transition again. Being a freshman uh, playing at the highest level is always a tough transition, especially for point guards. But uh, as far as stopping him, I don't know if you really just uh, stop that kid because if you take away one thing, he's so good at reading uh, uh, things to get to the second or third options on any play. Uh, and he is very patient. Like he's he's gonna take what you give him, and and uh, he's gonna find a way. So it, it it'll be fun to see. But I, I also don't think he's the type of kid that's gonna just come in and try to try to light everybody up. He's he's one of those guys that really understands the value of uh, getting all his teammates involved. And we saw that as as we won a lot of games in, in the time that we had him, um, as well as his success with Team Taker, which Anthony played. They, they were teammates in one, um, you know, one Peace Jam a couple years ago. The, just getting everyone involved and not trying to do too much. Uh, so he's not gonna come in and and try to just, you know, uh, go off and, and show his, his talent. He's, he's going he's gonna to be the ultimate team player. And, uh, that's, that's the thing I love about both of them. I wanted to take a quick moment to remind everyone about Johnny T-Shirt. Now more than ever, as a local business to Chapel Hill, Johnny T-Shirt needs your support. Johnny T-Shirt has such a wide variety of tees that I'm sure they're going to have one that you or someone in your life will want. And if you don't need a shirt now, you could still support Johnny T-Shirt by visiting them online at johnnytshirt.com and purchasing a gift card. Because let's be honest, we know Tar Heel fans, they're going to want more Carolina gear in the future. So that gift card will come to use eventually. They need your support as alumni to the university during these trying times. And don't forget, Inside Carolina premium subscribers save 10% off their orders. Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Obviously, the health and safety is our country's top priority right now. But have you had the chance to talk with any other coaches about how this could affect the recruitment process of the 2021 class with potentially no evaluation period this summer? Yeah, it's real tough. I mean, as you know, with our with our, our group, we have a, a, a good solid group of uh, seniors, rising seniors. Um, and Trevor Keels uh, uh, would be at the top of the list as far as uh, being a known commodity. And, you know, fortunately, he was able to go on some uh, unofficial visits and I've uh, already hit, hit a couple of official visits. But so now that will be delayed and we'll see how that happens in the, in the fall. So so decisions like that where the, the, the higher level kids. Uh, I think we'll see, you know, a lot of times we see decisions made in the spring or, or summer. Uh, that'll be delayed and probably into the fall. As far as the, the lower level ones, the low, the mid-division ones, the devaluation period is going to be a little bit tougher. So, you know, they're going to have to get a lot, of, a lot of film and just a lot of the relationships that we've built over the years uh, trying to find out who needs what and what people are looking for. So it, it is going to definitely be tough for college coaches uh, without the evaluation periods. And, you know, we're, we're, you know we'll have to see if, June, July even happens, and and hopefully if they don't, and uh, maybe August and September, the NCA will allow uh, some of those events to, to be pushed back into the fall, so that the, the college coaches before they get started with their seasons are able to. And, and again, this may not happen at all. We we don't know where that's going to go. So uh, uh, safety and health of everybody is the most important thing. But we are, you know, we're we're actually putting together some uh, uh, highlight films, and you're going to be involved in that and getting it out to. Uh, uh, a lot of coaches about our seven guys. And uh, so I appreciate that. That kind of work is going to be really invaluable for uh, those schools that have the ability to, to send out clips and uh, give access to uh, all the, the, all the film that we do have. And uh, again, all of the uh, kind of the information we can kind of send uh, uh, that way uh, is going to be a big part of it. So we're, we're going to find out like, uh, you know, uh, you know, how, how, how good these uh, college coaches are and just be able to watch the film. Uh, and uh, they can do it. They, they can figure it out for, for sure. And, and I think a lot of them are doing a lot of, uh, you know, uh, virtual uh, tours right now and presentations over, uh, over Zoom and, and uh, linking up that way. And so the, I know some of our players have already gone through that with some college coaches and uh, they'll find a way. They're, they're creative. They're a creative bunch. There's, there's no question about that. Speaking of coaches coaching in that like mid-tier where these schools are really going to have to hit on these evaluations and watching these films, I wanted to talk about UNC Greensboro's coach who has some ties to UNC, Wes Miller. What's your relationship with Wes like? And, you know, in your opinion, why do you think he's been able to have the success he's had? Yeah, I'll tell you what, I, I, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of, of, of Wes, and I think he's done an amazing job, but I, and I'm not surprised by it. I, when he first got the job, when he was assistant coach is when I met him, uh, and he came and gave a presentation to one of our players back in 2011, and, um, and he pretty shortly then took over. From there, and I just felt like he, he's just so thorough. Uh, thorough he does a, a thorough, uh, detailed breakdown of an evaluation of players. He uh, he really does do a great job of connecting. I keep using that word, but connections and relationships are what it's all about. He's able to connect. He's got a passion for it, but he also doesn't have to have a passion for winning and a passion for success. Uh, I think he truly uh, is a believable uh, 
coach when he said he cares about the players. And a lot of coaches uh, preach a lot of good things and about family and about, you know, trying to do right by, by uh, players and, and people. And I just feel like he's, uh, he's as honest as it comes and he's, he's dedicated to it and committed to it. And so he's recruited some of our guys and I uh, got to know him through that process, but also I think he just does a, a an outstanding job of evaluating of what he needs and what, uh, what kind of fits him and his system and, and what he's looking for. And uh, I, I do, I think he, uh, the, the success that he's had so far has not surprised me at all. And I, if I'm a UNC, uh, um, uh, fan, a UNC alum, uh, I'd be very, very proud of, uh, of, of coach Miller and what he's accomplished and, and all the good stuff that's going to come. Yeah. I think coach Miller is somebody that UNC fans kind of have on their short list of when Roy Williams does re- decide to retire a guy who could come in and replace him if, if West keeps going on this trajectory he's on, but going forward with your team, He's going to be a senior next year, Trevor Keels. He's one of only seven players that currently has an offer from UNC. As his coach, what do you think it is about Trevor that makes him such an elite player? You know, I'll tell you what. One thing about Trevor is he's so very versatile. He kind of, kind of uh, does a little bit of everything. He's a big guard. Uh, can play multiple positions. Um, uh, he's a playmaker. Uh, he, he scores the ball. Uh, he, he's tough. He's he can defend multiple positions as well, and and he plays at a great pace. And I think that the, that's something that we talked about with Jeremy earlier about some certain certain players just play at, at a certain pace that you're not going to get them um, out of their own rhythm. And so he he's able to figure that out. Uh, got the basketball IQ, got a great feel for the game. So he kind of checks off all the boxes. Uh, great kid, I, uh, you know, honor roll kid as well, and uh, the captain, uh, young. You know, uh, you know, he's still just. Uh, only 16 years old so he's young for his grade even in an era where there's a lot of uh kids that are, are older than their grade uh so i just think that um you know he's one of those kids that his game translates uh to the future and he's willing to put the work in like he's, he's committed to watching film he's committed to being in the weight room and and uh, doing all the strength and conditioning um and everything that there is about basketball he loves it for the right reasons uh, that's what that's what i I see for, for, for Trevor, there's a lot of trappings in this game for a lot of kids and the success and, you know, maybe they've arrived too soon and I've uh, gotten too much attention, but uh, his family keeps him grounded, comes from a great family. And, and that's why it makes sense, you know, to hear that uh, he's only one of seven that the, that the Carolina has already offered uh, because he does check off all those boxes and you don't have to kind of wait for, to see what's going to happen. You can kind of see what he's going to be. Yeah. I think one of my favorite things about Trevor is that, the bigger the game, the bigger the stage, the brighter the lights, the the better he performs. Just thinking back to this season, the IMG game, Sierra Canyon. But uh, one thing that I've loved learning from you is being able to see the big picture when it comes to a player developing. So where do you still see Trevor having the most room for improvement in his game? Yeah, I think uh, him vocalizing with his teammates at all times. Um, and also, it is for every player, but also just not taking any plays off, like being able to make an impact on every single play. He, he is so talented that he does have the ability to make an impact rebounding, uh, it helps side rotations, uh, moving the ball, making the right decision, coming off the ball screen, uh, moving without the ball. Like there's, there's a lot of those different things that, uh, that, that if he can become consistent, uh, he can be great at all of them. There's, he doesn't have a hole in his game. It's just, is he going to rise up and, and, and take everything to that next level that you need? to be successful. Uh, he's not going to be the most athletic kid uh, out there on the floor. He's not going to be uh, playing above the rim. Um, so he's able to use his angles and understands the game. So 
I think that's that's something that's going to be a challenge for him to, to make sure he continues to develop and um, and movement without the ball when he doesn't have the ball in his hands uh, to, to I mean get better at that. But he's he's so capable of doing so many things uh, that uh, I think if he just concentrates on trying to be consistent always in, in every facet so he doesn't play in spurts because we've also seen that, as you said there are games where like all of a sudden he'll just take over in a fourth quarter um and uh and, and lead us to a victory and what i want to challenge him with is well let's do that all the way through so that we're already up <laughs> we're already up double digits <laughs> we, we don't need we don't need that take make- a lot of the stress off you well, I, I used to always, you know, I used to get mad at, uh, at at Jeremy and Trevor this year. It's like, why are you guys stressing me out like this? You know, can we just do this for all 32 minutes? Uh, so, I, of course, the game's a lot harder than I make it out to be as a coach. But, uh, yes, I think that that'd be a lot easier if they took that kind of pressure off me. Coach, that's all I got for you today. I'm pretty sure all the Carolina fans will enjoy hearing from you. I uh, just want to say I hope your family is staying safe. And, you know, maybe we have to start a PVI podcast coming up. Oh, that'd be fantastic. And I appreciate it. And for all those Carolina fans out there, I'm looking at some blue skies right now. So I, I appreciate the, uh, the Carolina blue sky that I'm looking at. Right now. Thanks for listening to another podcast from InsideCarolina.com. Brought to you by JohnnyTShirt.com. Where to go for your next Tar Heel gear purchase. What if I told you imaginary friends are real? This is just so exciting. This Friday, get ready for the movie event with the greatest cast you've ever imagined. Showtime. Ryan Reynolds, John Krasinski, Kaylee Fleming, Fiona Shaw, Phoebe Waller-Bridge, Louis Gossett Jr., Matt Damon, Emily Blunt, George Clooney, Maya Rudolph, Bradley Cooper, Sebastian Maniscalco, John Stewart, Sam Rockwell, Aquafina, Keegan-Michael Key, and Steve Carell. I need to throw up or I need a snack. It's one of the two. Gross. If. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Written and directed by John Krasinski.